0: Modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, 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 dads. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and totally redeem yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dads podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson, alongside Kelly Stevens.
1: What's up, everybody? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so glad to have Kelly Stevens' the house. We're here. We are episode number thirty.
1: That's awesome, Kelly. I know. Can you believe? I mean, time flies by.
0: Yeah, and so when we get to these milestones, we have to do something special.
1: We're we, we got something special today. So we
0: have a brand new guest to the Modern Christian Dads podcast. His name is. Wait, hold on. Let me see all our other fans, guys. You guys, you want something new, new on the show? Ah! Sounds like they're ready for you. I like it. They're ready. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Greg Krawick. Hey. How's everybody doing? Pulling up in his. Love that. Is that a Jeep you got? What is that?
1: It's a manly vehicle. Love that.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Mr. Greg Kraywick, to the Modern Christian Dads. He is a new staff pastor here at Grace Point Assembly in Carthage, Missouri, and he's also going to become a regular and a part of the Modern Christian Dads podcast. Yes, it's honored, honored
2: to be here. And I understand you turned forty this year.
0: I did turn forty.
2: Well, I would like to officially welcome you to the "I can't eat the way I used to, <laughs> but I'm going to die trying." Uh, uh, yes, yes,
0: yes. And we do love to cover food topics of food on the Modern oh, Christian uh, Dad oh, podcast. That's, that's totally why. That's why I'm here. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <It's my laughs> we're going to be
1: we're going to be having catering
0: here in just a little bit. Oh, great, yeah. great, great, great. And there is a new flavor. Of potato chip coming out, which we're going to talk about here in just a few Ooh, minutes. Awesome. See yes. if you're into that or not. But we are a couple of dudes. Actually, we're three dudes now. Yes. Talking news, sports, and God, and we just exist to encourage and entertain you guys. And most importantly, we want to raise up men that are going to be radical, awesome followers of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That. All right, so let's dive into it today, guys. Always a lot of stuff happening. It was a big sports weekend. We're in that. We're, we're always in sports season in America. It's just from one to the other to the other to the other. Well, very interesting. Are you guys boxing fans at all?
1: I do like boxing, but I okay. don't follow it. All right.
0: Well, it was yeah. a big weekend. Mister Manny Pacquiao was yes. back at it. Oh, speaking of being 40, Manny Pacquiao is 40.
1: Did he have his fight already? He had his fight last
0: Saturday uh, and he won. So way to go, Manny. And he looked exceptional. Manny Pacquiao is one of those guys. Here's the difference uh, is he is a fun fighter to watch. He's the guy that will throw a lot of times well over a thousand punches in a fight, very active. And that being in comparison to someone like Floyd Mayweather, which none of us really like that much. This is about how many fans I feel he has now. Oh, same amount as you, Kelly. He's got one fan. Uh, But anyway, you know, he's very boring. He will only throw two, three, 400 punches in a fight. So Manny Pacquiao is a fun fighter to watch. We should
2: send him a t-shirt.
0: Yes, and he yes. is a Christian. He's a follower of Jesus. Why not? Let's do And so do we it. could connect with we him. Should. But something very interesting happened. It wasn't the Pacquiao fight. Boxer, and I didn't catch this one. I just saw some of the highlights from Manny Pacquiao. I, I couldn't afford the fight on that one. And it's not worth it. So uh, <laughs> boxer Maxim Dadashev died on Tuesday as that. a result of the injuries he sustained during his Friday night fight against Sabril Matias.
1: Oh, wow. Matthias.
0: So boxer dies. And so just a reminder that these are some serious sports. People are engaged. They are. So when you're punching each other in the face, in the head.
1: Yeah. I've got a face that people like to punch. (laughs) You have a very punchable face,
0: (laughs) but kind of sad and uh, very interesting. The the reminder of how, what a gruesome sport. And I think it'll be interesting uh, in comparison, something like MMA, which is still actually a fairly newer sport, Right. you know, started in the late, 90s early 2000s so we don't have a real ton of data so it'd no. be interesting these guys some of these ufc fighters 10 20 years from now yeah, that took yeah. severe amounts of damage right uh, what will it be like we know that nfl players are struggling with the, right. some of the brain uh, issues etc what will it be like for some of these fighters
1: uh, you know uh, when i watch them a lot a lot of times there there is some punching to the head but uh a lot of times it always goes to the ground but some of those guys are really good at staying on their feet yeah. and keeping it going so i don't know there may be some uh punch drunk people running around later yeah. on
0: well example being muhammad ali who oh, is yeah. no longer with us but man that didn't uh didn't bode well for the uh, latter portion of his life
1: no no and there's been several others in the boxing uh, arena that uh, have gone that way
0: so there you go. Sad news to start off with, but I still, it was kind of interesting news. And uh, we fortunately, we haven't seen that yet quite in the MMA world. We haven't seen a death or anything that I, to, to my knowledge, at least a big one yeah. or a well-known one. Any death is a death. But yeah. so there you go. A little bit of boxing news. Manny Pacquiao is back on top of the world. But along with that, there was some sadness in the world of boxing. All right. Moving on to some food talk here. Here it is, Kelly Stevens. There is a new Doritos flavor coming this October. Oh, to what, the world. Is, what is Wanna it? Wanna take a guess? Uh involves heat, spiciness. Oh,
1: Buffalo Wild Wing. No, type? there's
0: already they are already Buffalo. The Buffalo Ranch. Oh, is it you got a guess, Greg, over there? Hot Would it take. be the
2: fire? Dorito fire?
0: Okay, I'll give you the first. It's two words. Screaming. Banshee. <laughs> <laughs> The new flavor. Took the words right out of yeah. my mouth. That will be hitting the stores this October. Four Doritos is screaming Sriracha. Oh, Sriracha. Wow. Yeah. And again, I you know, I Sriracha has just really changed my life within the last several years. It was something I never really I don't even um, think ate, but then one one day I had the Sriracha. I actually started off with me Sriracha ketchup. It started off yeah. Sriracha ketchup.
1: I I had a guy that worked for me at the school uh one summer and he puts Sriracha on everything. Everything, (laughs) He puts
2: Sriracha on his Sriracha. (laughs) Yes.
0: Sriracha on your pizza. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Sriracha on, yeah, it's Sriracha is good. Sriracha on Chinese food. It's excellent. It's
1: the new ranch.
0: It is. (laughs) So there you go. Doritos, new flavor, Scream and Sriracha. Very, very excited to try that out.
2: Now I will say, I know we're talking about Sriracha, but have you ever tried Tabasco on watermelon?
1: It's, superb. Okay. To or get get out. We're not, we're not going to have that. <laughs> is this, it? this is my final, my final <laughs> first and final podcast. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's really? awesome. Yes. Almost addicting. We, so guys out we'll, there, try we'll have it. have to try that try here it. on
1: Modern Christian Dance. Yes. That sounds good. Yep. Yep. Have and, you, have you tried the uh, uh, new Sonic drink that, uh, it's called, um, oh, the Raptor. No, is it Raptor or? it's it's a it's a like a really hot pepper okay i can't, I can't think of what mm. it is but i bought it the other day yeah five okay. drinks and i was i mean five swallows and i was done nice. i had to tap out <laughs> i for me
0: personally i've just discovered that the <clears throat> the fruity flavors and the heat or hotness is for me an acquired taste. For example, I've done a lot of mission stuff in Mexico. So when you get down to Mexico, that's very, very popular. Mm -hmm. The fruits with the chile and the lime on it. That for me initially, I just didn't like it. But then as I ate it more, I really began to like it. So that was an acquired taste. So thus it might be the one you're talking about, Greg. Yes, very good. Do it a few times, not just one time. That's right. Yes. All right. Well, have you ever been called a loser before? (laughs) Let me count how many times. (laughs) Today? Are you talking about today? today. (laughs) Well, Uh, brother.
1: When I I woke up this morning, I'm pretty sure Belinda said, (laughs) you're such a loser. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, in heaven's eyes, there are no losers like that one. Cheesy old Christian song set back in the day. Uh, anyway, this is pretty funny. This is kind of making the viral rounds. Uh, a toddler's cake from Walmart says, happy birthday, loser, after the bakery mix-up. So this is actually Missouri. This is a Missouri story here. A Missouri mom, uh, Mal- Melon Jones, asked... Went to a Walmart, local Walmart, and asked the counter person to have a birthday cake that said Happy Boot <laughs> 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 Happy Birthday Lizard. <laughs> lizard. Oh, nice. I, so. I would rather be called Loser. Yeah, I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> so the goal was to write Happy Birthday Lizard and it came out Happy Birthday Loser. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> That is awesome. And being a mom, and we shout out to all the moms out there. Even though this is Modern Christian Dad, she was in a hurry. She didn't even have time to look at the cake, and she <laughs> flew out the store. She gets home, and she just begins to burst out in laughter because she realizes that her son's cake says "Happy Birthday, Loser." She like like we do in today's culture, right? She takes a pic of that and she snaps it and puts it on Facebook. It. And yeah. since then it has been shared over 2,600
1: times the wow. happy birthday loser cake.
2: One birthday they will never forget.
1: You know, that's true. And, and <laughs> something else that's bothering me is that's been shared more than modern Christian. <laughs> <Yeah. apps. laughs> Happy uh, yeah!
0: And by the way, go to our Modern Christian Dad's Facebook page.
1: Yes, because we're a bunch of losers. That is right.
0: Oh. Um, <laughs> all right, so there you go, Kelly. When's your birthday? August fifth. It is. Yes, August fifth. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's
1: coming up. <laughs> I'll be twenty-nine. I, I'm write that down. Wow.
0: August 5th. Okay. Yeah. Make sure to remember that. I'm going to get you a cake.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Happy birthday, lizard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Happy birthday, loser lizard. <laughs> loser lizard. Yeah. <laughs> something like we'll that. We'll
2: come up with something.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I know there's a lot of news going on today, but uh, we're going to explore a topic here in just a second. But Greg, for uh, I want to get the backstory a little bit oh. of you being on the Modern Christian Dads. I actually had this idea, the Modern Christian Dads podcast, before I came that's right. to Missouri. And I actually pitched the idea to Mr. Greg Cray- yes. Craywick over there. And I was like, we got to do a podcast. It's going to be called Modern Christian Dads. That's right. And, uh, you know, I, that's when the vision started to come to life. And obviously I moved and then we were na- never able to fulfill yeah. The vision. And now you can. In enters uh, and here I Kelly am. Stevens. <laughs> yes. And now the three of us here together, modern Christian dads. Love it. Yes. It comes to pass. Sometimes the God things come to pass in a different way than you planned them. Yeah. Yeah. But they came to pass.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we're having a lot of fun. Yes, we are. And, and we guys all over the world so. <laughs>
0: are extremely <laughs> grateful for that vision. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it very much. Well, I thought we'd approach a, a topic here today, spiritually, because we love to talk new sports and God, but most importantly, we like to talk about God and how he connects in our daily living for Jesus each and every day. So Greg, since you're here, you're the new guy, you are in the midst of life change. Yes. For all of us together, I want to talk for a few minutes about how to lead our family through change Ooh. as men of God. Oh my goodness. How do, how do we lead our family through change oh, as men of God? Let's put him on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are the expert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And this is really an evolving, uh, thing in our in our hearts and lives as I thought about that topic of how do I lead my family through change that really changes I mean there's probably some foundational principles but it does change as well for example uh, I first got married and we lived in Minneapolis Minnesota Uh, when we got married and was still going through college and wrapping up those things well when we graduated we uh, rented a little tiny U-Haul and we randomly moved to Denver Colorado and that was really easy to change because I didn't own a house I did not have a (laughs) significant career significant career like I do now in podcasting and pastoring yes, yes. Uh, I, you know I didn't uh, I didn't have any children and so you know leading change was very minimal in that that period of life you know and then it uh, then I, when I got to Denver uh, I was seeking out my first full-time ministry position as a youth pastor and Rachel's pregnant with our first daughter Zoe and it was amazing how much harder it was to change when there was a pregnant wife in the picture, you know, and et cetera. Then when I was there for five years and transitioned to being a worship and young adults pastor, and, you know, it it seemed to be take even more prayer and consideration now that there's two kids. There was not just Zoe, there's Zoe and Gabrielle. Uh, And then, you know, obviously kind of transitioning uh, was a really big change uh, my next stop was in uh, six years in Utah, but when I left Utah, I, I stepped down as a pastor there. Well, I had four kids, and I took a radical change to not even have any job, any income, and to move a family to a new state, new area, new city. No no promised anything, uh, which then would lead me to Missouri, which I'm grateful for, but man, talk about uh, having to be a man of God and lead our family through the processes of change during the courses, the times, the seasons of our life. Yeah. Give me your guys' take on that, some things that you maybe learned or not learned.
2: Well, I would say with me, my wife has usually had to drag me along. <laughs> 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 say, yes, change is coming. And I'm like, no, 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 yes, come on, you got to come. <laughs> but even it, with kids, um, it, it, it's, it's difficult for the, for the children because they're so used to having this certain environment. Like when we moved here from South Carolina just, what, three days ago, I took my son. I mean, his grandma's there, his grandpa's there, and it, it has not been easy for him, and he's yeah. still adjusting. But, he's, but he loves it, yeah. but he still misses the family. Sure. So he's in that in-between period right now. So the approach that I take is, we have a lot of conversations we have very good communication we pray together a lot and i just leave room for the holy spirit to work in his life even at the young age of 12 yeah you know just to let yes. him know listen bud you're you're affected we're affected this we're all in this together you're not mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. you know because that's one thing that when we go through change we sometimes we can feel isolated yeah. and and i could kind of see that in him so just that reassurance of you're not alone you know, we're here with you. You're not, you know, so um, we're, we're in all, we're all in this together. Yeah. So lots of prayer, lots of conversations, mm-hmm. and, and just let the Holy Spirit work what, there.
1: Obviously, the the time for change started some time back. Sure. It just didn't, you didn't no. wake up one day and say, right. hey, guess it's what? It's been we're, a process. So how, how did that go? How how What kind of started that, that stirring?
2: Well, I would say when we came back, if you're referring to our, our moving here to, mm-hmm. to Missouri, I would say back in March, it was kind of funny, because he, because he, my son was the first one to say to us, I already know we're moving here. <laughs> it, we were here for like a day as so I already know we're going to move here. Cause it was, <laughs> it was great. It was a great time. I mean, he's, he's reunited with his friends Yeah, you know, and it's, it's been good. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Did, I, Oh, go I'm ahead, sorry. i was just going to say, uh, did you feel a stirring or a calling sometime back even further than march i mean oh, oh h- how did sure. that, how did that come about sure
2: um i would say probably about a year ago just in my my normal workplace um the lord started to just kind of stir in me about moving me on in in more of ministry and i was very excited about that mm-hmm. cuz you kind of feel sometimes that you're in a dead end mm-hmm. that there's no, you know you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel per se, uh, am I ever going to get out of this situation? I, I don't see how I, how I can get out of this or, or when it's ever going to happen. Right. So the Lord began to stir in me and I just said, yes, you know, yes, I'll go. I'll do whatever you want to do more because I wanted to get out of the situation <laughs> that I was in, but I knew that he was calling me to uh, a deeper relationship with him. Obviously, mm-hmm. that never goes away. That's right. always his call to us, but to even um, take that step, next step into ministry. Mm -hmm. So I said, yes. And then about, you know, now present day, I'm here, but like in, in March, Pastor Jeremiah called and said, would you consider? And I, and I was just, I couldn't believe it Mm -hmm. because you hear so many times where, you know, people say, God really moved in my life. This really, I mean, this is awesome. It's great. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, when is he going to do that for me? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like something (laughs) so huge. And then he did it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, "Wow, you really did it. <laughs> you know but, but, And then we have to go through the process of, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? You know, fear comes in and yeah. you know, what's it going to be like? Is anybody there going to like me and how's it going to be? And, and what, you know what am I going to do? And how, but God has ordered orchestrated everything. Yeah. and I've told this to several people. He's given me nothing to complain about yeah. even though I really want to. <laughs> I can't. I yeah.
0: can't. Everything's been, yeah. has been great. Yeah. great. And as modern Christian dads, it's our role and responsibility to be leaders and to be spiritual right. people in these times. And that's what I really believe. You know, I'm obviously, we have to manage these words correctly in this culture of neutrality, gender neutrality, yes. et cetera, but there's still a mantle that God puts on the the man of the house, the head yeah, of the home right. that, that really in essence, God's voice should naturally filter through the Mm -hmm. husband and the man through uh, the family, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I know I've had to learn that. I know for me, it was interesting when I first got saved, I kind of really got led to Christ via my wife and other people. So my wife was kind of at a higher plane than I was when I first got saved and was more spiritual than me. But, and then as we got into a relationship, I had to realize I have to assume the leadership role of this home right. that is not her role or her job god has put that man it doesn't diminish who she is i mean my wife does amazing things she's a woman of god she's ordained i believe those i accept uh, i receive that i welcome that i embrace it i promote it uh, but yet there is this mantle on my life this calling on me as a husband as a father to hear the voice of god and to take my family in that direction yeah.
1: And I I really think that that's probably one of the big problems that we have here in America uh, men have not been taking their role yeah uh, they've been shirking some of their duties I mean you're you're, you're looking at uh, single families yes. and things like that or uh, you know dads that aren't being dads they're not taking up that mantle mm-hmm. uh, so um, I think that there's there's a stirring, and I think that there's a, a change coming. Mm-hmm. But th- that has been one of our bigger problems throughout the United States for quite a while, As men have not been stepping up.
0: Yeah, and speaking spiritually in the context of the church, it's very evident, I'm sure we could dive into the statistics, that the church is more women than men. Yeah. Uh, the women are more active, are more right. apt to yeah. uh, be leaders, etc. And so sometimes, the, the the here's what I've noticed is that uh, an observation as a pastor throughout some of the years that have been there is that they you, you cannot compensate or fill in the place of, of the male role. So for, here's for an example. I'll see like a mother who's in church. Mm-hmm. She's bringing her children to church and she's trying to get them to serve the Lord and you know get them uh, li- lined up with God. And statistics will still show that that father... They will overwhelmingly go the direction of the father yep. meaning if the father's not in church doesn't care about jesus right. there's a high percentage that child although he or she is going to church every week with the mom still will steer towards the path right. of the father and so there's an ingrained god thing happening there yeah and as a mother you cannot compensate for the lack of that male role. That's right. That is there. You can't. You're not designed. You're yeah. not called to do it. And so, guys, men, we need to rise up and and to take on that mantle and to take on that place of leadership. It's not a female's job. It's this. It's this God ordained male role that we have to be leaders in our home and our family with
1: our children, etc. Yeah. And and that's really what modern Christian dads is all about. Yes. I mean, we're we're here to encourage. Uh, the men uh, were here to uh, come alongside them, uh, help them with the word, share the word as iron sharpens iron, and uh, uh, work together to uh, meet god's plan in our life. right
2: and I'll, I'll say one of the things that um, that I, that I had running through my mind, and I know it was an attack from the enemy was hey, you're going to take this step in the ministry and you're you're not going to be able to like be a guy anymore. You know we the the church needs I mean, we're guys, we're men. I mean, I I love race cars. (laughs) I love fast cars. I love to get my hands dirty. I love to work on stuff. I mean, I love to, to shoot bow and arrow. I love to shoot guns. I mean, I'm a guy. That's what, that's God made me a guy and that's what we need. And I think there's this, the stereotype that, well, if I'm going to go to church, I'm just going to have to be some sissy guy or whatever Mm -hmm. and and lay everything down and give it all up. No, I mean, we (laughs) need men in the church.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is so important. Uh, You, Look at Jesus and the disciples. Those guys were men. That's right. <laughs> they were yeah. men, and uh, uh, we somehow we've weakened that. But uh, that's not what we've been right. called to be. Yeah, and I
0: want I want to be careful again. But there are some. Well, th- this is the podcast where I can be a little bit more out there, right? Not get as much in trouble. Go for oh, it. Bro. You'll be in trouble, but <sighs> yes, go go for it. There's just there's just too many wuss, There's too many weenies in the church. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like I've never preached this sermon yet, but it's one at working sermon I have in my brain for guys. It's it's called this. It's like you uh, uh, you can eat at Wiener Schnitzel, just don't be a Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. Oh,
1: see, that needs to be a <laughs> men's conference <laughs> right there. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I like. It.
0: We have too many weenies in the church, by that meaning that our... It, again, it's amazing at how many men are just led by their wives oh, s- spiritually. Right. You know, the, yeah. again that the woman has taken the primary spiritual role yeah. in the home, and there's nothing wrong with powerful spiritual women. No, we need uh, them. being leaders in the kingdom at the forefront. I mean, this is not anti Joyce Myers, even though yeah. back in the day, you know. Made fun of her voice one time uh, <laughs> and was <just> scolded. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's not that. It's just saying, listen, we are called to be the spiritual leaders of the church. Right. That's right. The spiritual leaders of the church, the spiritual leaders of our home. And I just see that guys just being led by their wives. And it's like that's your job you're supposed to hear the voice of God you're supposed to lead and guide your family yeah uh, you, you're in uh, uh, you know because I just see sometimes where guys just like whatever you want dear yeah you know and it's not and happy happy wife happy life and I'm not saying that we don't honor and bless our wives but I think there are some scenarios where men of God should step up and be like to the wife, to the children. Hey, I I really, guys, I really need to bring some direction here Mm -hmm. spiritually from God because I have heard from God. Yeah, I have heard. This is not an opinion. This is not me getting my own way. This is me as the man of God uh, speaking the voice of God to us as a family.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that.
0: And we, and we have to, and then, but when we do that, we then have to assume responsibility. We have to know how to hear the voice of God.
1: That's right. We bet we better be spending our time in relationship with him. Yeah. We're going to start saying that.
0: Men, this is where those, now all those practical spiritual principles come into play. Being a man of the word, being a man in the word, being a man of the word, you know, being a a man of prayer, uh, making sure that I'm sharpening iron with other men, that I'm diligently seeking God in all facets and areas of my life. Uh, because, when the, because here's what I, I do believe too. So ladies, if you're right now being like, oh, this what's, what's if you're anti-women misogynistic? Is that the correct term? Yeah, we'll go if with you, that. Or yeah. something, you I know, like it. he is, oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, he, I do believe that, that women are most fulfilled when they are spiritually led by their husbands. Yeah. Yes. I believe there is a God created that longs for them to just be like, I, I wish he would just lead me. I wish yeah. he would just lead me spiritually and maybe they don't say it, but I do believe it's the design of God. And I believe that that's what they ultimately want is for us
1: to hear the voice of God for them right, uh, and to lead them in yeah. that regards. Well, that goes, you know, with your sermon Sunday, and you were talking about Solomon, you know, uh, he wasn't leading them. What, what happened? You know, uh, right. here was a man of God that received a gift of wisdom, you know, and uh, he was doing some amazing things, but, As you said, something happened. That may be one of the bigger things that happened is that he quit leading. Yeah. Right.
0: Yep. Amen. So I think it's interesting, and I'm just praying for some of you guys right now, because you're going to, whether you're in this season of moving your family to another state, leadership is a daily. Is a daily. Yes. It's every day. It's in small choices, big choices, little choices, Uh, things of that nature uh, that we are going to struggle to lead and have to keep fighting to lead over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Any other thoughts you guys have on that? How to lead your family through change?
1: I'm a guy. I pretty much just (laughs) gave out one thought and that was it. Yeah, same here.
0: (laughs) You're the whatever you want, Belinda guy.
1: Belinda does wear the pants in the family. (laughs) So, it's an, it's an
0: interesting topic, but I just encourage all of our men of God to, to do that, to be men that will lead uh, your, you know, to learn to be a leader individually, to learn to lead your home. I mean, we need more men as a pastor. Now, speaking as a pastor, we need more men leaders in the church yeah. that know how to pray, that know how to seek the Lord. There's a strength, there's a, a greater strength in that when we become men of God who know how to lead. Amen.
2: Yeah. Guys, Amen. don't stop being guys. That's right. Don't stop being a guy. Don't turn in your man card.
1: <laughs> Hang on to that and keep that up. That's right. Yeah, and there's, uh,
0: maybe we should end it there now before I say this, but, you know, it's interesting, too. It doesn't mean leading, one of the things I've learned in my life, here's an example I'd use, is I am a good, like, in terms of overall leading the church, I'm not a bad fan, finance guy, but I'm not a great detailed numbers guy, per se. So, like, for example, in my family, uh, I don't run the checkbook, Uh, My wife does that, does all the numbers run, but that doesn't make me less of a man that, that that I acknowledge that there is a skill and a greater skill than I have in the context of my family. And that doesn't, you know, it it doesn't mean being a leader. doesn't mean I have to control everything. Yeah. No. doesn't mean I have to be uh, in charge of everything. Yeah. We're talking spiritually. We're talking about wisdom and leadership. It's wisdom to say, Hey, My wife is in that particular area. My wife is better than me. Yeah. So why is that unmanly or not good leadership? Yeah. It's not to let her facilitate that area of the family. And did
1: not the Lord give give our wives to us to be helpmates? Right. I mean, not not us to be dominant. You know, they're helpmates, and so uh, you know that's just good leadership, recognizing somebody else's skills, strengths, and and weaknesses. That's exactly right. right. So anyway, there's one of my weaknesses. Yeah. You know what we did forget? (laughs) You know what we forgot to do today? And we still have time. Okay. Uh, We forgot our sponsor.
0: Our sponsor. Let's do that before we do that. And we'll leave you guys with one last little word of encouragement. Hi, my name is Jeremiah Johnson. I am the host of Grace Point Daily and the Modern Christian Dads podcast. But most importantly, I have the coolest job of being the lead pastor of Grace Point Assembly in Carthage, Missouri. Our church is about helping people discover a relationship with Christ and your purpose in him connecting other followers of Christ together in relationship and living out the mission of God. Why don't you join us for a service next time you're in this area? For more information, service times, and our address, go to gracepointag.org. We hope to see you soon. And there's one other event. If you're in the Southern Missouri area, we have this conference for Young Men called No Price Tag Conference, August 15th. It's a Thursday night. You can check out nopricetagconference.com. But that uh, we want to speak into the young men as well. Absolutely. Because I'm thinking of, I got two boys, so I need them to become modern Christian dads someday.
1: Yes, they they need to take it over.
0: (laughs) Amen. You guys have any other last thoughts for...
1: I just want to say, those Greg, dudes out there. Yeah, yeah. Greg, one dude from another. It's been a pleasure having you here today. Thanks and for uh, having me. We look forward to uh, many more podcasts Yay! together.
0: We're so so excited to have Greg on the the podcast, and he'll be helping out in the next couple weeks, the next few weeks, and it'll be great. So, guys, thanks for dialing in, listening in, like, share, and subscribe to the Modern Christian Dads podcast. We'll talk to you guys later. Modern district. Death, death. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and totally redeem yourself.